Basketball is, is, is like poetry in motion. Just how goddamn bad. He's right. Ain't no rules in the dog can't play basketball. You son of a bitch. You don't deserve a locker room. You don't deserve a locker room the way you're Hello, Internet. And welcome to a very special Medal of Freedom episode of the Seat Warmers. <laughs> with me, as always, I say always, but this is our second episode. With me, as always, is Mike Salisbury. And, of course, Amber Daniels. Hello! Guys, long time no speak. This is, wow. Yes. Let's pretend that this is a different show than our basketball podcast. And a very special episode. Yes. Well, in honor of uh, Michael Jordan being awarded the Medal of Freedom recently, uh, we've decided to uh, do an episode all about Space Jam. Jam! I love it. Uh, love it. I still remember the. I I literally remember the day I saw this in cinemas. I oh also do. God. I, Mike. I had a Space Jam themed Christmas where all of my toys I got were Space Jam. Space Jam's <laughs> amazing. I have a two foot tall Michael Jordan plushie from Space oh Jam. Oh my god! Oh my With god! With the like hard plastic head. Well, I certainly had a tall T. Yeah. Thick space jam, you know, like tall tee. Fantastic. So that, was, that, uh, that was great. Like a shirt dress? I, uh, I well, played like the space, the space Sorry, jam just... video game constantly, and it was terrible. Uh, so, oh, yeah. Um, remember, I as barely an remember adult, that. when you're watching it, um, do the effects take you out of it? Or are you just like on board the whole time? I do kind of realize like they did not bring on their like best animators, I feel. No. It's just like what? So, it, what? What are you guys what? talking about? The effects are great. What you, they literally drew a cartoon. I feel like they <laughs> did not bring the like Looney Tunes like eighteen. Like used like Microsoft Paint to make it. It was like there's some scenes that are so unwatchable, <laughs> but then stuff would be so amazing. Like, like I think it was all the real life stuff, and it's like when the players lost their powers, like that stuff. Like I could watch a whole movie about that. <laughs> And then, oh my god. We'll, we'll get to that. 30, we'll, let's let's start like, let's start from the beginning. Every NBA yeah. Yeah. We'll go through this chronologically through the movie. Yeah. Um so the movie of course opens with the uh, young Michael Jordan in like his like real like Louisiana bayou like backyard. Yeah, with his dad. Yeah, which does not really match up with like the actual photos I've seen of his like family home. <laughs> I feel like they were oh, like sorry, slightly the better. Of Space Jam isn't so spot on, Stu. <laughs> well, but then, there's the whole part where like the like Michael Jordan at like eight years old prophesizes his entire like. So he's like, then I'll play baseball like you, Dad, and the dad's like, what? No, the dad's <laughs> into it. He's like, yeah, that's a real sport. Yeah, which is yeah, he prophesizes that. He's oh, and then he dunks. <laughs> then he goes and dunks, and it like flashes forward to the future. I assume, like, what they're saying is he made that dunk, even though he was, like, 4-3. Well, you know yeah, what? It's, it's, it's almost possible. They do leave it ambiguous, but, I mean, I kind of, would, I think it would be funny if he, like, went to dunk and just, like, full-on failed, but then was like, <laughs> yeah, I want that footage. Yeah. Sometime, someday. Someday. I also um, really enjoyed that uh, in the credits, Wayne Knight was higher billed than Charles Barkley. Why not? But why not have such a huge? He was in like every scene almost. That's he true. He went down to the tune uh, layer. But I feel like Chuck still would have seen it as a bit of a slight. I feel like this is where the schism starts between the two of them. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe. Was the was the dog called Charles? It Barkley? was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was. A, I thought that. I didn't. I didn't pick up on that before. Just the round so hound of rebound, you know. Yeah. I think the monsters are like. Because we're introduced to the Monstars early, like Danny DeVito voicing the, the, the boss of the Monstars. And I think it's like, they took five minutes to come up with these characters. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're like, it was basically like, this one's the, like, stone surfer dude. Yeah. And then there's four other ones. <laughs> yeah. And they're all just kind of like, yeah, they were all just pretty stupid. Can we also just talk, like, they didn't need new attractions at their theme park. They needed to fix some safety violations and yeah, not yeah. call it moron mountain 
Who would go to Moron Mountain? Yeah. There's a funny joke I actually really appreciated where um, they're like, we don't want to go work for that attraction. We'll be slaves. We'll be stand-up comedians. We'll be forced to do the same jokes over and over and over. And that was like their major motivation. That they like shouldn't be doomed to like doing stand-up. This, kind of, so, this makes me wonder if there's like... that speak to you, Amber? Totally. And I'm like, yeah, it sucks. Do you think this is like, so, uh, like a hint at some of the backstory of the Looney Tunes? That like they were stand-up comedians before they got famous? I don't know. And they're I think like, they don't want to go back on the road. It's, like a, it's a jab at like how stand up's the lower form of comedy. <laughs> yeah, true. But I feel like no one's going to make you be a stand up if you weren't already a stand up, right? <laughs> like, yeah, so unless you would, sometimes you get really famous and then like you have that demand and you like, I see that all the time where someone like, like TJ Miller stand up is like quote unquote stand up. Mm-hmm. And you just like you're a draw, so you get put in like JFL and stuff, but you don't have an act, and then people get upset because you're not funny. Oh, like Mike Griffin. You're yeah, really? like, like yeah, like yeah, he, he can do stand up. I feel like there are some shots fired at T.J. Miller there out of nowhere. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He I was a stand up before he got. That is his podcast. I had to sit through a T.J. Miller set, and it was the worst thing I've ever spent my time on. I have to say, I I enjoy I enjoy T.J. Uh, I think he's a hilarious actor, but yeah. his stand-up is brutal. Yeah, I, I've also seen his stand-up, and it's certainly not my favorite. Unfortunately, <laughs> definitely the favorite of one of my friends, and, like, every time he's in town, she's like, we have to go see T. Partially it's because she, like, took photos Partially of him. What? What's that? Partially why? I don't know. Oh, she, uh, partially because she, uh, over social media got him to agree to, like, let her take photos of him and stuff. So she's go. kind of got the like we're friends now. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to Space Jam. Yes, <laughs> that back has been the TJ Miller minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so I like I think it's wild that Michael Jordan and what we know of Michael Jordan, how he's like he's very like egotistical and thinks he's like the greatest, and he is mm-hmm. at basketball. Yeah. Yeah. And it's wild that he portrays himself as such a bad baseball player in this movie. Yeah, but you can't deny that. <laughs> well, can you like you like you can't you know you're really going like he's really saying on one hand he's the best ever like beyond universes like I'm the best basketball player in this universe and also any cartoon universe that'll ever exist <laughs> like it, it he's universally yeah. and then he sort of have to say but I'm not that great at baseball. Yeah, I know, but it's just—it's still kind of weird knowing his ego that he would like allow. My thought, admitting like, yeah. My thought, Mike, that is that it's because he knew he was going back to basketball, right? Which basically, at the end of the movie, he basically gets there, and like announces he's returning to the Bulls. Um, what a beautiful marketing tool, though. But Holy so I think I think if this had been made a year earlier, I think he would have been like, no, no, I was good at baseball. Like, he probably would have been a little more resistant to it. Yeah, I guess you're right. I think because he was yeah. done. My issue is uh, he kind of portrays himself as shockingly okay with cheating. Like, he's not, he doesn't react to much in this movie, but he definitely doesn't react to the guy telling him, like, whether to swing or not at pitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like he probably would have been like, hey, man, like, I can do this. Like, Um, I I really identified with the Bill Murray character. Yep. Yep. I just like how everyone's like, you can never play baseball, or you can never play basketball. And he's like, okay. That's like how the movie ends. <laughs> Where he's like, you need to give this up. He's like, okay, go balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you think, uh, do you think like Bill Murray just ad-libbed his whole bit? Yeah. I, I love Bill Murray in that movie. It's hilarious. <laughs> he's and he's like, he, and he's like, oh, and he's got that weird ass like hat on. And he's like, oh, why can't it be? He's like, it's because I'm white. It's like his whole weird Bill Murray stick works so well. In that movie. I want a Bill Murray, Larry Bird team-up movie. This is what I learned. Oh, oh, shit. (laughs) Because their scenes together were fantastic. Yeah. I love it. Um, Also... Go, Mike? Oh, it's it's weird they kind of, like, shoehorn in, like, family problems in this movie that are never resolved. What? I don't... which, Which one? Like, like his son's all sad about baseball. And... Oh yeah, they know. I don't. Did I miss that? Like, what his son was sad because he was bad at baseball. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, that did that ever get resolved? I just remember no that one scene. He changes the channel to like Looney Tunes. Yeah, there's yeah. A, the kids show up only like two more times. One is when he changes the channel Looney Tunes, and they're like, "Oh, we have to go. We have a meeting." Which means that all episodes of Looney Tunes are like constantly being filmed in real time. Yeah, <laughs> like even that's, reruns that's a, are actually yeah. just them reacting. Every yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Then they're gone. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then they show up when uh, Bugs Bunny goes to get Michael's um, basketball shorts. Yes, and they help. Oh, that's right. They help them from the like yeah. dog that seems to be able to like grow several sizes. Yeah, like I'm yeah. pretty sure in that scene, that dog is like three to four feet tall. This movie is an acid yeah. trip. It really is. Yeah, I. It is. Yeah. <laughs> this would not be one to watch high. I think it's it's too weird. <laughs> so. <laughs> Surprisingly uh, female positive, sort of. Yeah, I actually wrote down, like, is this a secret feminist masterpiece? Kind of. Well, yes and no. (laughs) Depends how deep you want to go. But, like, you know, he's, like, trying to see if he's lost his powers, and there's just those, like, team of just girls just grinding on that, like, court. Yeah. Yeah, true. But obviously, but it's, like, you showed a group of girls just playing basketball, and they were totally, like, you know, they well, were totally... Kicking you know, ass. Let's circle... Yeah. We'll, we'll come back to that, because there's some stuff okay. before... Because yeah, we, we, we really have to talk about when the monsters... We, and we need to spend, like, a si- six hours on this. When yeah, the I also have some questions. I have, powers. I have more, like, Looney oh, yeah, Tunes yeah. questions about this. Like, they live in, like, a secret underground world that's, I assume, owned and built by Warner Brothers, because they make a lot of references to being owned by Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah, it's, they really do a lot of story building for the Warner Brothers universe that is not okay. Yeah, I feel like it really goes against a lot of what I learned uh, about tunes from Roger Rabbit. Which I, which I consider a definitive text on uh, tunes. I believe so, because Daffy Duck showed his butt, and there's a big, it's like a big Warner Brothers logo on his butt, and then he like kissed his own butt. Yeah, and every time they go, every time I describing it as it happened. Yeah, every time they go down to the like tune world, they have to go through the Warner Brothers logo. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. It's like the Stargate. I also feel like Warner Brothers might have stepped in to stop the Monstars. Like, just get some high-powered like media yeah, conglomerate yeah. lawyers in there. They yeah, would, you're right. They would crush yeah, Moron Mountain. You're right. If they, if they control this universe, why not? Yeah. Also, do you think that Moron Mountain is an allegory for Disney? Oh, yeah, probably. Because they threw some shade at Disney later in the movie, too. Oh. You gotta. You gotta get your shots in. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Pe- pettiness is key when it comes <laughs> to the, the cartoon wars that literally no one gave a shit about by, like, what year was this made? 94? Yeah, there is some definite shade thrown at the Mighty Ducks uh, later in the movie. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, right. yeah. When, when they're trying to decide what to duck. name the team. Yeah. Yeah, what kind of Mickey Mouse organization would name a team the Ducks? Yeah, exactly. Everyone's like, oh, snap. Oh, shit, Duffy did, did it. He did it. Ooh. Air horn noise, air horn noise. Okay, now we can talk about the thing that I think we're going to need to spend a lot of time on. And I know Michael is like, just was so ready to talk about. I'm chomping at the bit. All right. So first of all, so the so the monsters the monsters go to, to Madison Square Garden. Yes. Yeah. And oh my god, to be to be like one of the people in the crowd for this night, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of the extras, and we 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 have we have Dan Casa Casa. Uh, yeah, it, I don't know. Sorry, the, no, yeah. Homer words. Simpson himself. Yeah. yeah. Dan yeah, Homer Simpson himself and um, Deborah from Everyone Loves Raymond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sitting courtside, being very upset at each other, and they they are they're there for I don't know, fifteen seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the last we see of them. As the monsters then, pull the classic move of uh, five guys in a trench coat. Yeah, little rascals, mm-hmm. classic rascals. Which would make sense because they're all much smaller than what that trench coat is filled with. Yeah. Well, they did yeah. have a basketball in there with them for some reason. Well, it's for the to keep to get souls or or to get uh, powers. Yes, that's why it's in there. Yeah, and then and just the acting. <laughs> no, okay. Here's my issue with this scene. One, 
they suddenly get the power to turn into like goo, which is weird. Yeah, they 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 become goo. They become three D animated goo. So there's like a CGI budget here all of a sudden. Yep. Um, and like and Charles and like when when Charles Barkley has his power stolen. Yeah, it's in Charles full. Oakley is, Charles Oakley is in these scenes, and I like to think that they had to cut out like twenty minutes of footage of him swearing because <laughs> <laughs> they could not get him to do it, do it, do it straight. I I feel like if Charles Oakley was on the court, like that goo never would have gotten anywhere near Charles Barkley. Yeah, you're right. Oh, it's definitely like, not Patrick Ewing. Yeah, exactly. He would have been beaten up. They wouldn't have had a chance. The monsters would have been done before they started. <laughs> That's so the like Patrick R-rated version. Is some incredible acting. <laughs> Here's my issue, though. Like, that goo is clearly visible. Like, they don't ever point out that, like, it's invisible. It's just, like, we're supposed to not notice this goo monster that gets on the court and, like, mm. enters Charles Barkley's body. Like, there's yeah. a lot of cameras. Like, that, it's Madison Square Garden. Like, it's a, probably a nationally televised game. Oh, yeah, Suns and Knicks at that time. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the crowd doesn't react at all. Maybe maybe only maybe only we as the movie viewers can see the goo. Okay, but I still feel like there needed to be like a line there because it's to me it's like clearly visible. It's glowing yeah, purple, yeah, which to yeah, me doesn't yeah. say this is an invisible well, thing. Well, Stu, what if it was like an afterthought? Like, what if they filmed it and there was like a post effect that they decided to do later because someone mucked up something? Like, what if it was like a weird mistake? Oh sure, but that. <laughs> Doesn't explain in movie why no one reacted. They should just throw like an ADR line, like "Where's the goo?" Like they could have just they could have just grabbed some like pickups of like close shots of audience members being like, "Oh my god!" Oh, what's that? That's all you needed, and then she would be happy. Oh god! What is this goo? But then, yeah, great Looney Tunes voice. Okay, but in one scene, Mudsy Bogues is carrying the ball. And then he has, like, he starts spasming and has the ball stolen off him, and it's very clear something has gone horribly wrong. Yeah. They would, they, it's messed up. Well, the, they do, of course, have a whole subplot to this movie of the players trying to figure out what happened to them. Oh, that's yes. the best part. That's the best part. Which I opinion. like to refer to I as the, the sad Charles remember, interlude. Um, Patrick Ewing's, like, in therapy. And then the therapist, like, does that weird ED joke where he's like, are you having any problems with any other physical thing or whatever? And then yeah. I'm like, did I just say that? Yeah. And then There's like, a couple of, like, like questionable oh. jokes in here. Love that. Oh, yeah. Okay, but, so, like, yeah. Muggsy's, like, they really decimate the Charlotte Hornets. Like, Paul, like, Larry Johnson and Muggsy get their power stolen. Yeah. Yeah, and Sean Bradley, which I assume affected uh, the team not at all. So, and well, when, when, they, when they show Sean Bradley post powers being stolen, they show him sort of walking weirdly, and I'm like, that's just how he ran. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then poor Muggsy, they gave him that mean line where he's like, "No, I'm just a short guy," and they're like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah, yeah you sure, uh, buddy. Yeah, he's like, well, now I'm just another short guy. And they're like, yeah, that's too bad. Look, I would have watched an entire movie of Charles Barkley, like, rediscovering his ability to play basketball. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Especially, like, he, clearly the best actor out of all of the sports people in this. Oh, sure. Like, there's some real pathos in there when he was, like, watching the girls play basketball on the court. Well, there's a real sexy jam playing, and then he just goes, like, oh, yeah, it's some weird, like, R&B going on. This is like very love and basketball, but like yeah. appropriate love and basketball. And and we get a Vladdy Divac uh, cameo when the Lakers refuse to play. Yeah, mm-hmm. love that. And there's an I like I, I'm not like, sure which player it was, but uh, they really played up the like dumb jock thing. Like one of the players thinks that bacteria can move faster than the speed of light. I don't. <laughs> it's that an actual line. <laughs> well, the the goose certainly can. Yeah, that's his explanation for not wanting to go into the locker room, even though they're not at oh. Madison Square Garden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I I need to know the science behind how the Monsters managed to isolate being able to steal the basketball players' basketball playing ability. Yeah, they're te- yeah that it's just the basketball talent that they take. I don't know. 
And also that. how that what they stole from Sean Bradley wasn't just his height. Like, I'm pretty sure that that's his talent. That's all they stole, yeah, because there's no talent there. Like, they should have CG'd <laughs> him, like, shorter, you know? Like, that's so funny because he just like, became, like, a monsters, six foot tall dude. just got bigger, but one of them stole powers from Muggsy, so shouldn't that one be smaller? He is. Yeah. And also, the one that stole Charles Barkley's power just became fat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not, that's, that's just prophesizing. <laughs> Which, yeah, which is not wrong. Cause it's not really prophesizing. He, Charles has always been fat, except for, like, three years at Phoenix. He's a, yeah, 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 true. He came into the league, Chubby. Yeah, true. He did. He, true. he did. He did. He did. Uh, yeah, so we need to talk about how Lola Bunny sort of shaped me as a man. Well, it was very <laughs> Jessica Rabbit, right? Yeah, uh, Amber, was, I think we just need to was, let Mike talk. Just Mike, just get, go. Just go. Yeah, Mike, no. yeah, you know, you're right. Just <laughs> even as an adult, I am sexually attracted to this cartoon character. I agree. Go on. <laughs> that's that's all. That's like I will say this, and any ladies listening to this, if you want to impress me on Halloween, you dress up as Lola Bunny. You got my heart. All right. <laughs> just like a crop, a basketball crop top. Some crop shorts and like be an be a rabbit and be a rabbit <laughs> and uh, shit. Son. There's something with the '90s really over-sexualized rabbits. Really confused me around real rabbits. <laughs> well, it definitely didn't start yeah, in the like '90s. I think I think Playboy is to blame for that. Since, okay, like but, the well, 90s. She was oh yeah, she was interesting because she showed up and she was like super sexy, and then they're like, oh, she can, oh, she can play basketball, and then she was on the team. And at the end of the movie, Bugs Bunny just smooches her. And I thought that was very out of character for her to, to, cause she's like, don't call me babe or whatever the hell she says. And then, and then Bugs Bunny just like gets bald and like lays one right on her. Lays one right on her. Like, I, I think, I, she knows Bugs is an ally though, you know? I guess, but she's, I don't know. I thought that was very out of character, but okay. I would agree with you, know, you she Amber. Needs love, she needs you. some love as well, you know? Yeah. But it should be on her terms though, you know? Yeah, that's, I yeah. guess so, but he didn't ask. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm he, saying it should be on her ask. terms. It, it should wasn't. be on her terms, yeah. yeah so, so it, yeah. Like, it tries to be feminist, but like it wants it, I do like it when, uh, in cartoons, so, like, ears are, she has her ears in a high ponytail. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that would be really painful and uncomfortable. It would be super rabbit. painful, yeah. yeah. Like, rabbits I, I, do I not like, like having their ears pinned yeah. back. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's... Michael Jordan's acting. Where where do we land on that? Well, I, I got some more stuff on the the uh, sad players interlude. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure that what this movie was saying was that none of the other players that got their powers stolen like Charles Barkley. Because he's gone off on his own, and they're always in scenes together. Like the four of them oh, go and see the fortune teller. That's interesting. I didn't think about that. They're going to see the doctors okay. together, and he's never there. He's just sadly I'm walking gonna... the streets of New York for some reason, even though he's not from New York. Uh, and, like, playing against girls at, on, uh, like, street ball games. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I just assume that's probably just a... That's just, you know, a bit of, you know, inside baseball talk here. That's probably just film production not being able to... Get him at get, the same yeah. Get him at the same I'm time. not interested in hearing the behind-the-scenes reasoning, Mike. I want in-universe reasoning. I think those players. Okay, well, they, don't like, they don't like him then. He's a lone wolf. <laughs> I, it makes me feel like that that sad Charles movie again. You know, like abandoned by his friends, he's lost his talent. Yeah. You know, even yeah. Mike doesn't want to golf with him. He's golfing with Larry Bird instead. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Larry Bird and Bill Murray. Yeah, but they all see the same therapist. I guess it's like an MBA shrink yeah the like weird like <laughs> clearly the freudian, freudian. <laughs> like it's clearly just freud yeah and i'll give charles berkeley credit when he's like talking about how he got beat by but like he wasn't very that derogatory about being beat by young girls who just sort of no it was more like, about the like yeah. height like they were small people yeah yeah that was nice yeah. yeah good for him good yeah for him i love it because as we as charles. we've learned uh, uh, charles not that woke not that woke <laughs> <laughs> um what else guys yes uh, do you got anything more on the uh 
No, but I do. Now we can circle back to Michael Jordan's acting because it leads. It lends to a theory of mine. Okay. All right. Give Give us some theory. I want to hear yeah. it. Michael Jordan is a tune. <laughs> okay. Ooh, all right. Let's he's unpack not, this. But it's not kooky enough to be a tune, though. No, no. But he based again on the like rules set by Roger Rabbit. Okay. He behaves like a tune. He is sucked through a golf hole at the very Uh beginning he's turned into a basketball without any physical pain Uh, oh yeah he gets kissed by Bugs Bunny yeah he does Yeah, very sexy. he's completely unfazed by being brought to the tune world like he doesn't freak out at all at all he just he knows to stretch his arm out at the very end of the movie to win the game yeah which is sort of played up by the movie as if it's like a twist but I think he was a tune the whole time. Now, Stu, I think, think if, if, if exposed now, to the goo in, from in Roger Rabbit, he would dissolve. But okay. here's the thing. But that means that um, Wayne Knight would also be a tune. And he, I, I think he is. Or tune-like. Why is that? Well, he got all, He just like went in without being pulled in. He just like yummy yammered into the tune world. Right, but he has to dig a whole hole part. to get down there. Yeah, he didn't have to get pulled, but he was also not shocked. He was fine down there. Yeah, no one reacts like it's weird that the tunes are around. Yeah. In life. <laughs> that is real weird. Just in yeah. general. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's that. Mike's ability to yeah. to be like twisted and contorted like a tune that makes mm. me think he is in yeah. fact he's a tune. He's been a tune the whole time. That's why All he's right. so good at basketball. He's a two. Okay. Okay. I uh, I agree. I I I don't disagree. So you agree? All right. All right. I don't necessarily <laughs> agree, but three 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 to no three to oh three oh. Everyone sure. agrees. Yeah. Sure. It's unanimous. Sure, Michael care. Jordan is a two. Um, is Bill Murray a two? No, because he does. Bill Murray doesn't go in the two two world, does he? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's at the basketball game. Oh, yeah, sorry, duh. I don't think you need to be attuned to go to the tune world, but it's the way that Michael Jordan gets, like, sucked through a tiny golf hole, yeah. But also, Michael Jordan's just special. Like, Michael Jordan's the best in every universe. Yeah, because he's a tune. Because he's a tune. That's why he's special. He's special because he's a tune. I'm willing to accept half tune. You don't see his mom in this movie. He's just like, do you remember in the monster, the whatever, the monsters were like, Oh, we can we stay with you? And they're like, you're not, you're not toony, you're not toony and loony enough, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Michael Jordan yeah. is not at all. I didn't say he was yeah, a loony tune. Not. I just said he was a tune. Okay. Okay. Or half tune. I'm willing to accept half tune. We don't like. I I'll said, go half tune. I'll we go half tune. We don't see his mom. We just see his dad. Oh. oh. So you're, you're suggesting perhaps his mom is full tune? Yeah, I think his mom is full tune. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't disagree. <laughs> and that's why he's so talented. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's why he's I, able to I, fly I, I, because he's literally able to do the like Wiley Coyote run on air thing. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So he so he gets his boldness and his anger from his father, mm-hmm. and he gets his tuniness, and maybe his mom was a wacky lady. Yeah. Yeah, but he okay. didn't inherit. He didn't inherit the wackiness. He just inherited. No. The contortionist part of being a tune. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I imagine yeah. this is a whole storyline that was cut from the script for time. You know? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. You know what? I think you're making a very valuable argument. All right. So now we're Absolutely. moving on, I think, unless you guys have anything else, to the game itself. The big game. Uh, yes. Yeah, let's, let's, let's get to the game. You, don't, you want to talk to his, about his acting at all? I think he did a fine job. Yeah. I think that while you're thinking about you know, possible Space Jam 2, blah, 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 is that uh, maybe with the, di- the different technology, you'll have a better, like, way to act. Like, it must have been very challenging for someone who wasn't an actor to have probably, like, a really primitive, weird uh, special effects thing yeah. going on. Probably so just have gr- green screen the entire time. Yeah, but maybe maybe they would do something, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it would just, the technology would help. He definitely shines a bit more in his scenes with actual people. Yeah, I don't think he's of all. Course. 
Anyway, so yeah. Yeah, so he, I think he did a fine job for what I assume would have been a very, very difficult uh, role. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And for a basketball player. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Great. Okay, so the actual... I'm glad we got there. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's yeah. his fault that he seems to react to nothing. I think that was direction. <laughs> that was a director's issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah because yeah, it carries over to also, every knows? other person. Who knows with the technology at the time? You know? Who knows? Who knows? Well, no one seems yeah. to really react to anything in this movie. So Yeah. Except Charles <laughs> oh. reacting okay. to being blocked. Very by. seriously. Yeah. Very, very, very. All right, so, we get, so it's the actual game. Okay. Speaking of Lola Bunny being a feminist icon and then being, you know, a lady out for herself, she does she she does come out when she's uh, uh, introduced to the crowd very 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 sexual. She does, and they also introduce her as like the whatever the some weird objectifying thing, and then she's like, (laughs) you know. (laughs) I mean, listen, she's allowed to like embrace and own her sexuality, though, right? I mean, that's not. She does. That's, that's a really good point. But also, as like does. announcing you, you're now you're here to be an athlete, and they're announcing you as like sexy, yes. whatever. Yeah, like, that that's a fun of those friends. damn rats in the you know. This the media yeah. just objectifying a strong. Yeah, the the rats woman. and the wolves yeah. in the crowd, bloody hooting and hollering like yeah. pigs. Yeah. yeah. I think that says more about uh, you know male tunes than it does uh, Lola her. herself. Yeah. Yeah, they're all they cop and boners all the time. They are really big boner, boner holics. Yeah, well, at one point, like, Bugs literally turns into a boner. Like, he's hard. <laughs> yeah. His whole body. <laughs> Bugs is literally hard, this whole movie. Yeah. Like, Bugs' one motivation is basically to impress her, really. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, partway through, he, he just stops giving a shit about, like, like worrying about being a slave, because he's a, he's a slave to that pussy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> am, I, am I right? Well, we just crossed the line into an explicit podcast. Leave to that p word. Sorry, I'm sorry. That's cool. That's cool. I swear I'm enough on this podcast either, that we're true. Well, you know what? You're, you're, this this was uh, your sexual awakening, so I'll give you that. Yeah. Thank you. So, this, it's yours. All right. Oh. So, uh. When the game starts, man, the monsters are rough. Like, the refs are calling no fouls at all. And you know what? The ref is um, Marvin the Martian, who, yeah, yeah. first of all, wouldn't he be in the bag for the for the tunes? Oh, no, he would not be, man. He's, an, he's a villain. And, oh, that's right. You're right. But he is, he's still and, a tune, And though. an alien. Like, he is totally, like, I think he's a, like, plant. For, like, oh, he's, for the monsters. For the monsters, yeah. You know, if they hadn't done a scene where they were talking to him, I mean, like, we know you're a, we know you're like on the Warner Brothers books, but we know you've been mistreated for many years. How about you help us out and don't call any fouls? Then, then this game, I wouldn't be mad about all the fouls going on. Yeah, or if they just revealed <laughs> yeah. that he was actually, you know, Joey Crawford, and then we would have known he was a terrible ref anyway. Oh shit! Oh, <laughs> my oh God. shots fired. Oh my god, that is inspired, Stu. I would love to have seen that. <laughs> that would have been amazing. It would have been incredible. And you know, fucking Sylvester cannot put his hatred of Tweety Bird away for this game, which really oh, irritated I, me as well. Yeah, they had some real locker room issues. Yeah. They also what, What's the old lady's name that owns Tweety? Oh my god, god. God, who knows? I, I does she know, have a name? I, I don't know, but I like that she was suited up. Well, yeah, she was a cheerleader, wasn't she's she? She's like a ninety-year-old woman. They like knock her over or something, but it's like I like that she's just like has her has a jersey. Does she I have a moment where she like busts something out? Like, I feel yeah. like has yeah. like an entire tracksuit. Got the brush though. Yeah, he's ready to go. I will. I would like to shout out Michael Jordan's best shoe uh, ever made was the Space Jam uh, Jordan Eleven, which he wears during the game and uh, every a... release, and, and it gets sold straight away. It's his best shoe. It's it's beautiful. It is a fantastic shoe. I mean, I don't think it, it still doesn't top the Jordan ones for me, but uh, that's a different podcast. Yeah, so that's for the shoe part. Yeah, yeah, there was some brilliant shoe marketing in here. The whole scene of like the shoe, oh, like the whole movie's shoe marketing. Yeah, yeah, and it's working twenty years later. Yeah, yeah it is. I'd buy them now. 
the hyper beasts are still in the can for these shoes. I tell you that much, my yes. friends. They love it. Um, at the end of the first quarter or half, <laughs> the score goes up so quickly that the scoreboard has to say one kind of one sided, isn't it? So what is the score? <laughs> I I don't know. I imagine it's probably similar to uh, the score of the uh, Warriors game. <laughs> Against the Lakers? Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe you're right, Stu. Maybe you're right. Yeah, the game that went, uh, that was so, so uh, overscored that I got a text from my dad while I was on a date. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, that's great. That yeah. was great. <laughs> You know, during also, I'm watching the movie right now. During the <laughs> halftime speech, <laughs> during the halftime speech, some of their jerseys are so poorly rendered that it doesn't even say Toon Squad on them. Yeah, like I said, Isn't they that didn't. Weird? They didn't bring the like A game Warner's. Uh, I don't. In 1994, this. like for the time that blew everyone's wigs off, that they were like. Oh my god, a live action movie, a cartoon, blah, blah blah. Like when they were doing like Cool World and like all those like crossovers. Didn't blow anyone's wigs off. That was that Roger Rabbit. Like, like, Roger Rabbit like, did it better, pre- like a decade yeah. earlier. Yeah. 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 It's. Uh, yeah. I think. I think they thought this was like a quick money. We'll just get the like B team on this. Also, it was for kids, right? So it's not like. Yeah, but it doesn't mean it has to be like poorly animated. <laughs> So much, yeah, but so much kids' is, stuff is poorly animated. I think, like, yeah. I think, honestly, I <laughs> think they thought stuff. this was going to be, like, something like Thunderstruck level, where it's, like, a quick buck, we got Jordan oh, here. Thunderstruck. And it became a national phenomenon. And they probably didn't, like, they probably knew it would do well, but, like, do this well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'm they sure put they a ton of money into cultural it. hit. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't think we would be looking back 20 years later and critiquing yeah. the animation on it. The shitty animation. Yeah. So do you, guys, do you guys have any comments on the halftime speech? Other than it being like lies, but that's established in the movie. Uh, yeah. That's true. That's true. Bugs is unreliable, you know? Yeah. The Wiley. He's Wiley. So anyway, we get to the fourth quarter. And all of a sudden, it's 68-66 Monstars. Yeah. If they've only scored 68 points, yeah, then that makes the first quarter not, like, the the scoreboard shouldn't have been that surprised. Especially, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, guys, I'm going to try and pause it right now on what the score might have been before it said, kind of one-sided, ain't it? Yeah. Let me just... Let me just, oh, 54, 56, 60. Yeah, it, it goes well beyond 70, 90. Yeah, it, yeah. So this is, this, is, this is bullshit. So maybe the refs, maybe they got like a call from, you know, upstairs watching some of the feedback and a lot of those threes maybe that the Monstars were scoring. Were twos. Were twos. <laughs> or like dunks from the three-point line don't count as threes, they only count as twos. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Okay, at one stage in the fourth quarter, Bugs uses a scooter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, this movie is about the tunes realizing that they're tunes, <laughs> right? Like they yeah. try to play basketball in a traditional sense in the first half, so they're all they're realizing like, that they actually the have quarter, superpowers. They decide that they're tunes. Yeah, at which point Michael Jordan accepts his tune heritage. Yes. For his final and also there is a, there's, there's also an Elmer Fudd, um, what's the other, uh, Yosemite Sam uh, Pulp Fiction reference. Oh, yeah. Which is crazy in a kid's movie. Yeah, that's yeah. a little nuts. That's like going a little far on the like, this one's for the parents. It's like, I feel like that's still like, it's a very famous movie now and still yeah. at the time too. But like, I feel like not a lot of people saw it in theaters. <laughs> No, not at that time. Absolutely not. It only just come out, really. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's uh, absolutely it's cra- bizarre. It's crazy. Yeah. It is. It's it's wild. What would be the equivalent uh, so we, like right yeah. now if Space Jam came out today? What would yeah. be the like weird movie reference, like a not that not my tempo reference or something? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right, like a whiplash reference. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's a little too deep. That's a little too deep cut, though. A whiplash reference? It how, about a dry, how about a drive reference? Maybe, but if they're doing, like, ED jokes, they would probably maybe do, like, a Fifty Shades reference or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. so, yeah, so true. <laughs> oh, Gross. This movie is like a, secret, like a secret closet joke, and then they have like a bunch of like two special tune stuff in the closet. But it's like a like a Fifty Shades, <laughs> yeah, game, game, like closet or game room or whatever. Yeah, that's 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 a good one. That's a good. I like that. I think Fifty Shades of Grey is definitely because this movie is so sexual. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is uncomfortably sexual on parts. <laughs> it is. It really is. Or is it I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy for dropping the P word in this podcast, all right? No, but also, like, it, you know, 12-year-old boys are, like, watching this, and you're watching, like, over-sexualized rabbits, and you guys are just, like, boner town. So that's yeah, exactly. It's just a really weird time, and it's sort of, like, as, a, as like, a movie person, they're like, well, 12-year-olds are getting boners for the first time, or 11, or I don't know anything about boners, but it's like, well, kids are getting boners, so let's give them something to have a boner about. And like, <laughs> Let's put this, this sexy, sexy rabbit in. See, even weirder, then, though, even weirder is the... Like, watch Space Jump's book over their crotches. Even weirder is the that, that they probably didn't put it in there for those 12-year-old boys. It was probably like, yeah, a, we need to appeal true. to the dads by having a sexualized cartoon character. Maybe. Like, a Maybe. dad's not going to be able to sit through this like, with his kid okay, if there's not, like, a hot piece of titties, ass. All right? And it's just not okay. No. Well, yeah. 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 It's not okay. <laughs> is Lola Bunny, Bunny the first... <laughs> the first Warner Brothers tune to have boobs? Warner um, Brothers tune? Yeah. Because April O'Neil certainly had cleavage in her cargo suit. She certainly did. But That's true. Brothers. I mean, um, there's definitely she's definitely not the first tune, obviously. No, uh, I would say no. Disney's Roger Roger Rabbit, obviously owned by Disney. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, Jessica Rabbit. Okay. Oh yeah, she got some titties. Yeah. It's always rabbits. Yeah, it's always rabbits. Playboy. Playboy's Play- fault. True. True. Absolutely um, true. I'm gapping on like female, like the Porky, the female Porky Pig didn't have breasts. Mm, no. Maybe not. No, she should have. Like she's a full body. Yeah, uh, <laughs> absolutely. And also, like, uh, did anyone Peppy Le Pew hit on have titties? No, no it was just a cat. The cat didn't have titties. Okay, well there we go. That's interesting. Weird. Very That's interesting. Weird. Very, but very like, interesting. Yeah, it's a little play playboy playing ground. Yeah, it's uh, yeah because it's weird. Like, What's her like? What's the cat that Pepe Le Pew is always trying to date? Right? What's what's her name? I think it's just the cat. The cat. It's the cat. No, I don't think she has a name. Okay. And well, also, she, Amber. She, I, yeah. Sorry, go on. No. Go on. You're saying she should have like at least a rack on her. Because why is he chasing her? But right? oh, she he's always chasing her because she gets like white paint on her and he thinks she's a skunk. So she's a skunk, but she's a lady skunk. But she's like a sleek black cat, right? Yeah. yeah. There's like a oh. bit of sexualizing in the way she's drawn, but it's not like. Well, overt. she's not even wearing. Well, she doesn't wear clothes. I always find it, you know, whatever. Anyway. Because she's just a Guys, cat. Okay. She's just, but, the point is, okay, she's I'm just a normal need, cat. We need to correct what has been said earlier in this podcast, Amber. Yeah. But Bugs does not slap a kiss on Lola. Yeah. Lola kisses Bugs. No. Yes. No, at the end of the game? No. Oh, at the very end of the game? Yeah, at the end of the game. Because towards the end of the game, Bugs has been crushed and Lola kisses him. Then I missed the consensual kiss. Yeah, Lola kisses him yeah. first. Like, she's, like, comforting him. She's, like, baby. I missed, me... that. I missed that Let... one. I just remember the end one. Yeah, yeah, like... no, because... And then I remembered that he also kissed Michael Jordan on the lips, and then I'm not so worried. <laughs> yeah, Bugs is an equal opportunity, sort of, like... He just lays yeah. it on. So we, like, he circling back on. to Secret Feminist Masterpiece now? Is that where we're at at this point? It's, yeah, it that's... could be. It's, it's pretty... Like, I'm, how many times have I ever seen a group of female street ballers? Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, not not often. And like that's, no, they didn't, they didn't that, have to make them females. Exactly, right? Like, yeah, dude. Not at all. Yeah. No, good for them. But yeah, so Lola lays a kiss on Bugs, and then Michael Jordan calls, like, a boner timeout. 
Because <laughs> Bugs gets hearts in his eyes, and Michael Jordan's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Bugs has got this throbbing boner, and I need to call a timeout. That's what happens. A TB, okay. Yeah. Do you yeah. think this was the yeah. first time Michael Jordan's ever had to call a boner timeout? No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, 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 no. Why do you think he wears two pairs of shorts? <laughs> Keep that boner in control, man. Yeah, that boner controller. Yeah, some real compression shorts there for a reason. Uh, you yeah. got to wear compression shorts when you're playing basketball. Yeah. yeah. you got to. To control those burners. Yeah, you don't want to get a fourth uh, so quarter anyway, boner. So in the fourth sure. quarter, when everyone's injured because the monsters start to play real dirty, Mm-hmm. Daffy and Bugs basically, and what this is, this plays to Stu's theory. Bugs and Daffy have to teach Michael that he can stretch out and be a tune. I think, I think Stu is on one hundred percent right now. Yeah. yeah, and also it plays into the fact that Wayne Newman is also a tune because he gets blown up full of air and then flies around the stadium like a balloon. Oh, yeah, maybe he is okay. tune. Okay, yeah, so there you go. He does. Survive falling on his head from like ten feet up when he drops in on uh, Michael at the beginning of the baseball thing. So, yeah, his unkillability does uh, yeah does scream tune. Yeah, sure does. Yeah, and he gets and he gets crushed by all the monsters. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So that either yeah. means Straight that like tune. going to Tune Land makes you a tune, which is disproven by Bill Murray, who I don't think ever has any tune stuff happen to him. No, 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 but he. No, but he is in the game, so that count. That kind of counts. Like Bill Murray is a being who may perhaps no no earthly rules apply to him. Fair, fair, but I think that's just being Bill Murray. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I just think, sure, Michael Jordan and Wayne Newman, uh, Wayne Newman, uh, sorry Newman, uh, I'm just gonna call him Newman, uh, are tunes where Bill Murray is a is a higher plane of human beings who can show up basically anywhere. Right. Do you think that the then just building off this, uh, the like magic water that isn't magic was <laughs> it just the placebo effect, or do you think Bill Murray uses Bill Murray powers to make it happen? That's interesting. That's interesting. Like a, maybe a cutscene. I've seen it was cut. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, like comes right after Bugs explains that it was just water and the powers inside them the whole time, and then it cuts to like Bill Murray like with a water bottle five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But, you know, Bill Murray doesn't really do much in the game. I actually, I actually completely forgot that. I thought that the Bill Murray cameo was a straight-up cameo in the basketball game, but I forgot that he did play golf earlier. Yeah. No, he did, yeah. Yeah, he did. But does Bill do actually anything in the game itself? I don't think so. He just he dribbles a couple of times. He does not have a left hand. Oh, oh shit! He does have a left hand. I take it back. He does a behind-the-back left hand to pass. Ooh. Bill Murray? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, he basically carries the ball for like uh, three seconds, and uh, like his plus minus would not be affected in any way, shape, or form. Oh, wait a minute. Does he get the final assist to MJ? He does get the final assist to MJ. Oh. So he, he could be a basketball player after all, but then Larry Bird takes it away from him later. Classic yeah. Larry. Classic Larry. Fucking Bird. Yeah, so no, Bill Murray definitely gets the assist. Yeah, but still. Here's my question. That's the story, I, of, my I, life. That whole, that's the story of my life. Let's talk about yeah, this, the final shot. Okay. Does it count so, as a two- or three-pointer in the movie? Michael? Yeah. Let me, let me tell you what the score is at the final seconds. What is the final score? Come on, get there. Oh, guys, keep talking while I figure this out. Because it uh, should be three points. Because his feet, he leaves his feet from behind the three-point line. He leaves his feet from half court? Yeah. But we don't have four-pointers, so it's, it would be a three-pointer. It would be a three-pointer. I believe they're down by one. I think it's 77-78. Okay. Which is a very low-scoring game for the kind of uh, offense uh, that the Monsters really put on. Yeah, especially, well, I mean, that time in the NBA was a bit of a low-scoring time. They had to, they shortened the three-point line. Uh, Apologies, it was 77-76. And then MJ scores, I believe it counts as the two. Let me just check this out. (laughs) 
It's just for the posterity of it all. Uh, let's see now. It's going. It's doing. You know, during this final shot, man, they really flashed to his shoes a lot, a lot of times. <laughs> I'm surprised oh, there's God. not just like a cut no, to like a, a guy in a suit being no, like, buy these shoes. Change the score, you dicks. What's the score? <laughs> now, at least we have the most the most accurate scoring information. <laughs> yeah, about this yeah, fictional game. 70, the final score was 78-77. So it was only so, a two-pointer. Well, oh, I think Michael got robbed. It should be 79-77. So, Stu, perhaps all those dunks the monsters did from the three-point line only, only counted for two. Maybe. Maybe. That would explain the low scoring. Maybe that some rule about because your hand makes contact with the rim. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe, but yeah. So that's that's uh, very, very interesting. But that that uh, the final. I, I really do want to talk about the realism of this movie because fucking Michael Jordan arrives at a minor league baseball game in a giant spaceship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. And again, all right, no one reacts. <laughs> no one reacts. Well, they're excited. They're excited. <laughs> they're probably just like, oh, it's a. It's a baller Michael Jordan movie showing up in a spacecraft. Oh, I see. So you, you think it's kind of like maybe maybe the Barons could pass it off as like um, space. But it's <laughs> space also a night, cartoon a spaceship. Yeah. Right. Yes, I do. Because they're all really, yeah, they're, they're all like excited. So maybe they're reacting to the spaceship and Michael Jordan. And there you go. The recipe for. A good time, perhaps. And Wayne Knight, and Wayne Knight just pops out of the spaceship and announces he's here. It's, it's, yeah, it's and his and his son gives him this weird thumbs up at the end. Yeah. Well, that's a yeah, resolving that storyline, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, that really that really closes that one up for us. Thank you so much. Yeah. So here's yeah. a question for you guys, just yeah. as as we're wrapping this up, is this yeah. the weirdest way a player has ever announced that they're returning to a sport? I think it's the most brilliant way. <laughs> yeah. It can be both, though. It can be the most brilliant way and the weirdest way. But it's, like, oh, I love it. It's great. It's so good. And you're not, like, and you're just setting up nothing but product as he rolls back in. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Like, what a, what a, like, Michael Jordan changed the game. Like, this movie, you could, like, study this movie and what Michael Jordan did in, like, the, the, the years before and after in, like, a, a, in business classes. Yeah, I think no player, like, regardless of whether someone becomes, like, the greatest of all time ahead of him, like, as a basketball player, no one has even come close to touching him as, like, a marketing product. No. You know, people are always like, who the greatest basketball player of all time is? And it's probably Michael, but Michael certainly is the most important basketball player of all time. Absolutely. Mm. For sure. Yeah. Okay, well, let's... Do you, guys uh, like, do you guys like the little scene at the end where the players give their talents back? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cute. Cute. I just, like, I just like that whole part. It's my favorite. It's the most, like, you know, whimsical, grounded in reality part of it that I like. I would watch. absolutely watch that as a movie. I think there should have been a companion yeah. movie to it. Yeah, yeah. See, this would have yeah. been perfect to have well, sort of in, like, like Mike today's too. era. Have some, like, Mike elements. In today's era, though, you could have done, like, a whole, like, side web series about their adventures to accompany the actual feature. Yes. Which they should definitely do if they make another one. Which I feel like that's how we should wrap this up. Let's talk about the possibility of Space Jam 2. It's it's so hard, like... Every day, someone's like, "It's a hundred percent happening." Is it what? What the fuck? <laughs> Is there a Space Jam two coming? You guys? It seems like it's at least in like development. It's been in development for like ten years. It has to be LeBron, though, doesn't it? It has to be LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. Who else could it possibly be? Yeah, you're right. There's no player that could be like what the one. I can see maybe. Westbrook, but Westbrook's a better choice for like someone that gets a like monster gets his powers. All right, okay, so okay, let's talk about that to wrap up. If if LeBron is playing the Michael Jordan part of this this movie, yeah. who are your your guys five players who play the people who get their talent stolen? Because literally, they just have to rehash this movie. Like it's just okay. So you gotta have an Anthony who, Davis. Who are the five? Anthony Davis is your center. 
Because you've got to have one of those monsters have the, like, unibrow. Oh, oh shit. Fuck yeah. Uh, you got to go with Steph Curry, because he's, you know, yeah. so popular yeah, right now. Marketable, the kids love him, yep. Yeah. I feel like you're going to go with the Kevin Durant, which makes sense to me. Yep. Yeah. Even though he doesn't really have any personality at all. and None So all. he's kind of the Patrick Ewing. Yep. Yeah. But Patrick Ewing was good. I thought he was great, actually. Yeah. Like, as, as an actor, I thought he was pretty good. He did. He did a good job in that. But I feel like, you know, before that, though, you're kind of just like, Patrick Ewing? Like, yeah, okay. But just, he's good and tall and no real, like, swag to him. <laughs> True. Yeah. Okay. I mean. Um, who, who's going to play, like, the Muggsy type? Like, Muggsy was pretty kooky. I liked him in this. So who would be, like, a good, who's the comic relief? Mm, good question. I mean, I think That's they would one. try and make Steph that because he's the short one. But he has zero, like DeAndre, maybe. Ooh, maybe. I mean, Ooh, no, Blake maybe. Blake Griffin is obviously Blake? your what? your choice for your power forward. Mm-hmm. So I think it would be okay. like Anthony Davis, Blake Griffin, mm-hmm. Durant. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then they would just kind of forget that there's like supposed to be shooting guards versus point guards. I think you get. Oh, Westbrook and uh, Curry. Though you could go Harden and Curry if you want to, like, true shooting guard. And then you got, like, a monster with a beard. Amber, who do you, who do you have? Um, I, I agree with all those. I can't... Yeah. I, would, I like yeah. to see DeAndre, but I feel like you're right. Brooke Blake would be a better... Would make more sense, too, like, marketing-wise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. I, I think maybe if LeBron's the guy, you'd... Tr- that you might end up getting a Kevin Love and Kyrie in there. Maybe. But I feel like Maybe. they're not going to take from him. I, I, I don't think so. Yes, too. I think your choices are pretty spot yeah, on. Yeah, me too. I've spent um, an inordinate amount of time thinking about this. Does, yeah. does Michael Jordan do a cameo? Absolutely, and Bill Murray. Oh, I think yeah. Michael Jordan absolutely refuses. <laughs> I think he tries to sewer the whole production. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Maybe. Well, you never know. In the end, you never know what shakes out. Maybe uh, he gets enough money. Who would, who would be the uh, Wayne Knight in this situation? They'll have to go with someone that's like Seth Rogen. Oh, yeah. Oh, not yeah. Bad. See, I, but I feel like Seth Rogen may be the Bill Murray role. Jack Black? Jack Black? Jack Black. Jack Black's a good one. I mean, you He's could just get Wayne Knight again, couldn't you? Like kids crossover movies. Yeah, true. And he's proven to be both hilarious and family friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of like when, kind of like when Jason Lee did that Garfield movie. No, that, was that was that the one he did? Whatever. Yeah, that was him. No, yeah. J- is Jason? Oh, Jason Lee is Garfield. It's uh. Yeah, or Breckin Meyer. What did Breckin Meyer do to Garfield? Yeah. Uh... Anyway, but I'm thinking like it has to be someone that's like a little bit wormy. I think Jack Black does a good job of being like wormy. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he... I, I agree. Yeah, if you don't just bring Wayne Knight back. Then yeah, yeah. I would like to see what um, Adam was it Divine or whatever from Workaholics. I think he'd be really good in it. Ooh, I yeah. just like I think he'd be like a sweet Looney Tune uh, cohort. Yeah, I agree with that. I hate I hate all the Workaholics guys. I can't stand to see them in any movies. It makes me angry when I see them. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Canada. I love him. I love him. You want to apologize to Canada? They're, Canada. They're not Canadian. Wait, are they? No. Are they, are they, are they Canadian? Nope. No. There's virtually no one. That's even kind of funny. That's Canadian. That's not true. Are you sure? <laughs> Controversy. You're welcome. No, no, they're not. They're not Canadian. Yeah, you're right. They're American. I don't know why I thought they were Canadian. That's odd. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Carry on. <laughs> I think. I think that's it. I think that's we're done. Good. Yeah, I think it's that's nice it. little. Yeah. Well, guys, we finally did. We got a good full hour. We discovered some very uncomfortable things about Michael's uh, burgeoning sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> we had to take a boner break, but we came back. Uh, burn a timeout. Burn a timeout. I've had just had a blast talking about it, this with you guys. Uh, I hope we do more of these seat warmer shows uh, regularly. We should just do Space Jam every week. <laughs> just, we got more and more. Ins- it's oh, isn't that there is a podcast that did that where they just watch the same movie over and over again? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, let's okay. not do that. I think minds. I think next we need to watch uh, what is actually probably one of the greatest basketball movies of all time, which is White Men Can't Jump. 
Ooh, I, yeah, yeah, it's on Netflix, so that's an easy one for us. Yeah. Yeah, we have to do that. Yeah. All right, that'll yeah. be our next one. I don't know when it'll be. I'm not going to say, like, next week. But this one, uh, we'll do We'll do these more often, because these are a lot of fun. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yep. And as we all have film backgrounds, it's, yeah. Absolutely, it's yes. Because we really put them <laughs> to use here with me telling you to not talk at all about the behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We achieved a good balance, I think. Yeah. I think so, too. I think so, too. Uh, so thanks for chatting Space Jam with me, you guys. It's been a pleasure. Um, people can, Hello. of course, uh, listen to us talk about regular basketball on the Benchwarmers show, uh, which you can like and subscribe to on iTunes. And they can find us at Benchwarmers NBA on the Twitter. And they can find you guys where online? You can find me at mdan3000. Uh, and you can find me at boy underscore from underscore school. I promise I keep the talk of uh, boners to a absolute minimum. That's a huge That's lie. That's a lie. It's a, hor- That's a, it's a horrible lie. But... Uh, and of course, you can find me at stewpop. That's S-T-U-P-O-P-P on the Twitter uh, as well. And that's it for us, you guys. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. I wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat.